Hello and welcome to another episode of the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. I am your host, Jeff Hall, and along with me as always is... Patrick Terry. And we want to welcome you to another great episode. We've got some uh, movies. I'm not sure how great, but we've got some movies to talk about tonight. It is September, so it is that time of year. It's that dumping ground time, so it's that... Kind of getting over your uh, your summer movie hangover and getting ready for Oscar contention movies, which will be here before you know it. And so, yeah. So, we're going to start off this week, as always, with what's new. Patrick, go ahead. What you got new? Well, I recently had a doctor's appointment. Um, blood pressure is pretty, pretty at a good level. 135 over, eight, over 83, which is the lowest it's been. Okay. And um, I actually maintained my 16 pounds of loss. I'm still, I didn't go up. Didn't go down, but I didn't go up. That's that's good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's see. And then, other than that, it was a pretty uneventful week. Um, today, I had got a chance to hang out with some really good friends of mine. Breakfast with one, and then a movie with the other. Okay. So, it was pretty, pretty fun. Movie and lunch, actually. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. How's your daughter doing? She's doing well. Yeah. She's, um, you know, grades are pretty decent. You know, she's um, got the situation worked out with the missing homework. Oh, good. Um, so I think she, one assignment she was able to redo, turn in, and another one the teacher said not to worry about, and it wouldn't affect her grade because pretty much everybody's missing that assignment. So I don't know how that, <laughs> I think it's a, a, a teacher error oh okay gotcha (laughs) gotcha okay um she have anything going on with her like extracurricular or anything no she just just doing her homework just normal stuff she says she's got an essay to write and then some things with math but pretty normal okay yeah cool 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 um let's see we had uh my mom came down last weekend i was Hoping to do like we do most times whenever she comes down to visit and record, um, but just never got around to it, so which is fine. We'll we'll do it the next time. Plus, she didn't do her homework. I tried to give my mom homework to watch Rocket Man, so her and I could talk about it on talk about it since she loved, since she's a musical theater person and loves musicals. Uh, I just didn't it just didn't happen, which is fine. We had a good time. Uh, she, you know the both kids had a lot of fun. Got some good, got to spend some good quality time with her. Um, let's see, Grayson's doing great in dance still. She's learning it, and baseball's still going on strong. She's having a blast doing that. It's the only girl on her team, and one of only a couple of girls in the entire week her age. So, so yeah. Um, so she's having fun with that, and. York's still doing awesome. He's really picking up his his drawing skills are really really uh, doing. They've just gotten so much better. He drew a Hufflepuff student just by looking at a picture and pretty much drew that character. And I was like, wow! And he gave it to me because he kind of made it look like me because I'm I'm you know I'm housed in Hufflepuff. So. Right. So he's uh, he's Ravenclaw. As I couldn't be text any more textbook. Uh, Grace, uh, Grayson's definitely Gryffindor, 
and then uh, Ruth, uh, she uh, she she really wants to be Hufflepuff, but apparently testing Slytherin. So uh, haven't been letting her haven't been uh, letting her go on that one. That one's kind of funny. <laughs> so she so but anyways, um, but his drawing skills are really gotten really good. Um, I tried to get him to draw because I'm really wanting us to kind of uh, get a new logo or for the show. Yeah. So I tried to get him to draw like a bear holding two microphones. I just thought that would look cool. Like a growling bear holding two podcast microphones. Right. I'll, uh, I'll post on our Facebook fan page, the picture he drew me. It's very well done, but it's <laughs> my, I guess my, what I had in mind and what he was able to find and then draw. Didn't matter. Not even remotely. <laughs> it's hilarious, but also it's, pretty sticking cute so uh i'll definitely be sure to post that on the fan page so uh so everyone could see that and i'll post the the hufflepuff one too because it's actually really well done um so drawings so he's always enjoyed drawing he's really kind of picked it up here lately we've gotten him sketchbooks and all that and um yeah i guess other than that other than that he's still doing good grades are never an issue and always gets his homework done so um, we've got Krav Maga tomorrow, so he'll have practice. Grayson will have a baseball game. Um, yeah, I guess that's about it. And then works work. I only got to see one movie this week. So, um, and then Netflix stuff. But that's about it. Right. Nothing. Nothing. Too much. Just been very tired this week. I haven't figured out why, but I've just been very tired. But on the positive note. I weighed myself last weekend, I think it was, and I'm at 185 pounds, which is 10 pounds away from my goal weight. Right. From when I originally cut out sodas and candy, you know, I was like, I got to get back down to 175. I'm almost there. So, and all I did was just cut sodas and candy out. So, I'm getting there. I can't wait. So, I'm very excited. I may actually have to do the whole working out part just so I can try and get there, you know. And once I get there, who knows? I mean, I'm not going to try and, you know, if I can maintain it then. Right. And if I keep dropping, then that's okay. As long as I don't, you know, become a a, a paperweight. So I don't want to be flying away anywhere. Right. So, all right. Well, that's uh, that's that. Again, um, if you haven't listened to our last episode with our special guest, uh, Tyvon Gentry, please download and listen to that one. Um, really appreciate him having him on again. That was uh, that was awesome having him in and being able to promote his music. The uh, his new EP is very good. Please please go download that on on whatever platform you listen to and help help our buddy out. So is it my turn or your turn? Um, and we I know we made Tyvon go first. Um, I mean, I, you go ahead. Go ahead. We'll... So, first movie I talk about is Hustlers. A um, couple of stars. You got uh, Jennifer Lopez, Constance Wu. Uh, you have uh, Kiki Palmer, and then uh, Cardi B is making. I guess would be considered a, a cameo because she's not in it too much. Um, it was released September thirteenth. Has a runtime of one hundred and nine minutes. The budget was twenty point million, and the opening for domestic was thirty three million and a hundred and 
81000 so pretty it's much a good solid opener, yeah. And then so far the gross for the domestic was uh, is at uh, fifty million, almost fifty one million. So made its money back. Yeah, sure. Um, so this this story is inspired by a viral New York Magazine article, and it follows a crew of quote unquote savvy former strip club employees who band together to turn the t- uh, the table on their Wall Street clients. Basically, they drug them to get money out of them. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I think that was the big scandal where they got found out for doing that. Um, it starts off following another one of the exotic dancers named Destiny. She's kind of a newbie in the scene. She's kind of struggling, not really bringing in the money she wants. So she links up with Ramona, which is Jennifer Lopez's character, and they work together. Start bringing in money, but then a market crash happens, so nobody's coming in, and they kind of split, separate, and um, years later, well, this is actually starts set off in uh, 2007. Okay, yeah, because the market crash was, I think, it was around there. Yeah, and um, after that happens, Destiny's character has a child, so she's out of the scene for a little bit. It was Destiny's child? Literally. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, so she's out of the scene for a while, and she eventually makes her way back in, but things have changed, and then she links up again with uh, Jennifer Lopez's character, Ramona, and they have a different scheme where they try to use, they don't want to drug them to the point where they're just so out of it, but just enough to where they can be influenced to spend more money. Gotcha. Yeah. I can see um, that. It was, I mean, it was, it was pretty decent. I was expecting far worse than what I saw. I thought it was just going to be all strip club stuff, just really exploiting that. But, you know, I wasn't aware of the story behind it. Um, but, um, you know, Jennifer Lopez, I'd say it's probably better performance I've seen from her in anything. I don't know what, what that's saying anything. Right. It was pretty decent. Uh, I don't think based on the text you sent me about an article stating that it would be Oscar worthy. Glamour magazine. I don't I don't think it's that. I mean, maybe they might use Jennifer Lopez's performance to do that, but I don't know if it was like that level. What was the script like the I would you think of the screenplay? Cuz if there's anything for a movie, especially one that's a 20 million movie, so it's a Yeah. That sweet spot that I always like to talk about. I mean, considering it was based on an article and not like an actual book, right? It's based off a story. Yeah. Um, I mean, it wasn't horrible. Okay, but, um, you, but you don't think it's like you don't see a best screenplay if they, if there's one there where they're gonna try and get I one. So. I mean, okay. some of the visuals were cool and when we're good in the club. You know, I'll say as far as. Uh, Jennifer Lopez's character, her intro was pretty good. She had her okay. her, her dance, pole dance sequence. Yeah. Was good. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't. It was. It was. It was serviceable. I'll yeah. just use that word. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't bad. It's. Is it one of those? Did you see in regular or did they have it in forty X? <laughs> oh no, it was regular. Regular. No, oh no, I take it back. It was RPX because it was the latest showing. Uh, okay, gotcha. And it really wasn't worth that because it was just more seats and yeah, and yeah. Dream. right, right. And yeah. RPX is all about the sound, anyways. Yeah, it sounds good, but I mean, 
It's not one you would be kind of better for an action movie than right than a drama. Yeah. Now that actually was going to be my next one. Is it more of a drama? Is it a heist? Is it a, like if you're trying to classify your kids, you can't really say it's a stripper movie because that's not really. No, it, that's it, not a. Un, that's there, an unfair categorization. Categorization. There we go. Um, it's kind of a drama. It's got a little humor in it, but um, I think it would be more categorized as a as a drama. Okay. Drama piece. Yeah. Okay. Because um, yeah, because I already told you. You know, like I said last week, I'm or last episode, I, I I'm not going to go see this movie. Yeah, I took one for the team. Yep, you did, and I and I, uh, my hats off to you, because and I thank you for your service, because I'd read, I may red box it, but that I'm not seeing that in theaters. But it wasn't bad. You okay. Know, like uh, IMDb, they have it as a comedy, crime, drama, and thriller. I don't know why they put thriller. That you know maybe. Comedy, crime, drama. Yeah. Yeah, take out Thriller. Yeah, take Thriller out. Okay. Did they play Thriller? Maybe that's why it's in there. No. No in-dance? Okay. Got a cameo from Usher. Okay. <laughs> it was 2007, so... That's true, yeah. Yeah. But, um... But it was, it was, as long as it wasn't a cameo from Chris Brown, you know, or... <laughs> right. Or get your R. Kelly in there and... Ugh. But, I mean, it kind of showed how... Like, there was a line where she said, we're going to... Ramona, Jennifer's mm-hmm. character, said uh, that the whole world is a strip club. You know, somebody's throwing money and somebody's dance, doing the dance for it. So it's kind of like... No. Okay. Yeah. Try and toss in some stripper analogy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It, it was cool. It wasn't bad. I, I, I was, it wasn't terrible. Okay. It wasn't near as bad as you were expecting. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't as bad as 47 meters down. <laughs> There you go. You found something better than 47 meters down, uncaged. Congratulations. That is a very low bar to have to achieve, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right on. Well, I guess we'll move on to my second Yep, movie. go ahead, man. I saw a movie called Villains. Um, kind of missed the opening part, but I don't think it really was important. You know, pretty much show what they showed in the trailer. Um, and what it does, what it is, is you got a f- couple of amateur criminals. Uh, they rob a um, grocery store. And while they're trying to make the getaway, the car breaks down. So they break into a house. Either to steal a car or siphon gas from it. So while they're in the middle of doing that, they come across a little girl chained in the basement, which they show in the trailer, so it's yeah, not a spoiler. Not a spoiler. Yeah. And um, in the process of trying to find the keys to get the car to leave, the owners show up and catch them. So, as they show in the trailer, the husband of the couple pretty much does an analysis of them, saying that, oh, they must be on the run, judging by their car that broke down, and then they break into the house, so they damage the door. Um, and then on the flip side, you have Bill Skarsgård, who plays Pennywise oh, yeah. and It, who yeah. stars in this. He kind of does his own version of trying to analyze them, saying, oh, they must be rich, have money. Right. But, of course, their biggest thing is, why do they have a little girl chained in the basement? Exactly. Yeah. So they're like, you know, we're going to take this little girl with us and break, you know, save her. Um, and also, as they show in the trailer, when they're in the middle of trying to save her, she bites Bill's character, whose name is Mickey, 
and then the husband, George, used the opportunity to pretty much knock him out. And a lot of shenanigans ensue, ensue after that. Um, I'm not going to say in what way, but this married couple is a bit sadistic. That's all you gotta say. Yeah. Sometimes that's all you gotta say. You're like, yeah. all right. That's pretty much it. It's it's it, it was it's definitely a low budget yeah. movie. I don't know what the budget was, but I'd say maybe no more than ten million. Okay. Yeah, because it's One got yeah, because it's a it's true. One set piece. Jeffrey Donovan's in it. He plays the husband. Yeah. And for those that know him, that like I know that name. Where do I know that name? He was on the show, on the USA TV show called Burn Notice for years. That was like, what, seven years, I want to say? I don't know 100%, but I know him from a little sequel movie called Blair Witch Book of Shadows, or Blair Witch 2 Book of Shadows. He played Jeffrey in the movie, so that's how I know him. That was one of the first things I remember seeing him from, so... He looks weird, so I'm not sure where I've seen him from. Yeah, and he's been and he's been about he was in Changeling with uh Angelina Jolie. It's an older movie. Mm-hmm. Probably about six or seven years old. I never I think I saw it uh or rented it one time or saw it on streaming or something. Yeah. It's it's okay. It's where Angelina Jolie loses like her boy gets kidnapped or or runs away or something that comes and then they try and a boy comes back trying to claim to be her son because he kind of looks like I think it's based on a true story. Kind of looks like him, but not. There's still but something. She's not 100 percent sure that it's that it's him. Right. And I think Jeffrey Donovan plays the police officer or a reporter one. So it's oh, it's it's interesting. It's worth a watch. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, he was in that, and then he's been in some other things that have been good too. He's a good character actor. Yeah. And then, he played, um, he played the character well. I forgot, I don't know who the female characters are in the movie. No. Uh, you have, um, Michael Monroe, who plays Jules. Okay. And Kyra Sedgwick playing Gloria. Oh, Kira Sedgwick. Kira. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, Kevin Bacon's wife. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Kira Sedgwick's a great actress. She was in, um, The Closer on TV. Uh, I think that was on either that was on TNT. It was on one of the cable channels. Pretty good show. Um, and she's been in some movies too that I really like. Uh, what was that? Something to talk about? I think it was it with Dennis Quaid and maybe Julia Roberts, and then Kira Sedgwick played Julia Roberts' sister in it. Mm-hmm. It's a guy. That movie's pretty old. It's pretty old. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I think I saw that one with my mom. So that was. At least twenty plus years old, but anyways, it was cute. It was a cute little rom com type movie, but um, and she's been in some other movies too that I really liked. Um, but yeah, okay, it's good to see her in that. Yeah, she's very good too. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. So as far as the categories for this movie, they yeah. had listed comedy, drama, horror, and thriller. I'd probably remove horror. Okay. But yeah, comedy, drama, thriller. So it's, it's got some thriller elements in it. Okay. Yeah. Um. So the first, kind of to go back to Hustlers, would you recommend Hustlers to anybody? Mm. I don't know. I mean, because I, I mean, I wasn't really expecting 
much, and I was surprised that it was actually decent. Um, I guess if you're thinking of seeing it, sure. If not, red box it. Okay. Um, and then this one, what do you? What are your thoughts on this one? Um, so this one. I think it's worth seeing. I mean, it's like I said, it's got a smaller budget. It's only ninety minutes long. Um, but uh, again, it's another. If you're interested, definitely check. I'm it out. curious about it because it. Because actually, after you told me you were planning on seeing, I hadn't really heard it, and it's definitely gonna have a small budget because there's no marketing behind it whatsoever. Nope. Like zero marketing. The only trailers I saw was in other movies, and that was it. Yeah, I saw it on IMDb. I'm like, oh, there's that trailer. There's that movie. I want to go check out the trailer because Patrick says he's gonna go watch it. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well I'll go. Uh, and then I watched. I go. This looks like it'll either have a really good twist somewhere in there. Or it's going to be really disappointing because they're showing you too much in the trailer. So. Yeah. It may have shown a little too much, but I'm still, I was still. You're still interested enough that it didn't, you don't feel like it took away your, from your experience. No. I mean, there's, there's something in there that they don't show in the trailer that kind of interesting. It gives you an idea of a married couple, like where they're, where their head's at. Okay. Yeah. Like a background? They give some just, sort of background? Just a little bit. Okay, just enough for you to go. Okay, I understand them. Yeah, I understand their motives behind what what they're doing. Right. Okay, yeah. I think I've already got it figured out, but I'm not gonna say because I don't want to spoil it. Maybe I'll maybe I'll try and remember to remind me to ask after we get done recording. Ask me and see if I'm right, and then okay. we'll go from there. Because I don't want it to be one of those things where I'm like thinking I'm being the smartest about it, and then it turns out I was correct. And then have that be on the end. Because that happened one time eons ago um, when uh, my ex-wife and I were married. And the tr- my ex-wife, uh, Beth, she she did not like, she did not like, she loved spoilers. Like, she would look up spoilers. This is during like, dial-up years. You know, we still had dial-up internet and everything. And she would look up spoilers. I just I couldn't figure that part out because she didn't like she needed to know how it was gonna. I'm like I just takes everything out. Yeah. So the trailer for the village from M Knight's movie The Village, which this movie is twelve plus years old, I think at this point I always say ten plus because I can remember if it's I can remember where I was. So that was before we moved to Nashville. So that's at least 10 years old at this point. Anyways, the trailer came out for it and it, and, uh, Beth knew all about it already. She'd already looked spoilers and what the movie's about and everything. I am not one of those people. Now, if someone spoils a movie for me, I'm still going to go see it. Right. I'm not going to be mad. I'm like, it's about the experience, you know, you know, does it suck? Yeah. But I like to, yeah, but I like to, and even if I do know how, I'd like to see how it how they do it though. So I don't get upset when people spoil movies, but I am sympathetic to those that do get upset. So that's why I try and be cautious about it. Right. That I don't need anybody mad at me, <laughs> at least for that. Yeah. They could be mad at me about other things, but at least not for that. So the trailer, anyways, the preview came on the commercial, and. I go, and, you know, it's, it, for people that don't know what, what I'm talking about, the village is a, 
M Night movie where it's supposed it looks like it's a bunch of Puritans in the sixteen seventeen hundreds that are being terrorized by an unknown creature, I guess, at night. Yeah. And they, so they stick to living a certain way. They, you know, they, they do their blessings. They're in this like little commune or whatever. And, you know, they live a certain way. They eat at a certain time. And then they go to bed. No electricity. I mean, obviously, 1700s, 1600s. No electricity. Lights go out. And then they try and, if they have to, they live in fear uh, and hide underneath their cabins um, when these creatures come around. And that's really all it tells you in the previews. And it just makes it look like a scary, you know, a scary period piece. Right. And I, I said, uh, and after the, I watched Trey, I go, well, this looks kind of silly. I said, I wonder if, I said, yeah, watch, it'll turn out, I said, watch the twist will be that it actually takes place during during uh, present day, and they're just like stuck in some sort of, you know, they're just uh, gated off like a Truman Show type of thing. Yeah. And they just don't know that it's, you know, that they're, you know, these kids just don't know that that's what's going on. Right. And then Beth goes, oh, so you, oh, so you read the spoilers. I go, <laughs> no, I was, uh, I was kind of being a smart ass about it, but. Um, Yep, exactly. <laughs> and apparently I was pretty much almost spot on. And then I ended up still watching the movie. You know, yeah. Now, I didn't go to the theaters to go see it, because let's not be ridiculous. Because right. that movie looks stupid anyways. So I so there was no way I saw that in theater. But I did wait for it to come out to rent, and then I rented it, rented it at the video store and watched it then. And then, yeah, I, I was like, wow, yeah, I can't. It's sad that I guessed it from, was able to guess the ending from a preview. I was like, he really needs to go back and step up his game because it is, um, yeah, it was far too predictable. Yeah. I can't remember if that was before Lady in the Water. I think it was after Lady in the Water, which I actually liked. That one's one of those either hit or miss, you know, movies for most people. And then, uh, then yeah, he made The Happening. With, I don't know what was happening with I don't know what was happening with him with the happening. Yeah, I saw that in the theater with friends. Oh, I'm work. sorry. Uh, Did you ask for money back? You no, should. It was just one of those movies where like, well, we watched the happening, but we don't know what happened. <laughs> what happened was your money went to him. Yeah, they pretty much told you. <laughs> you you what gave you some donations. Yeah, they pretty much told you what was happening. Course of the movie, and by the time you get to the end, like, oh, well, they said this about 45 minutes. Why are we still here? <laughs> right. Yep. Got the spoiler in the movie, but if you weren't paying attention, you wouldn't catch it. Yeah. Which, yeah. Like it was so, you know, Mark Wahlberg with his over exaggerated. Yeah. What? No. No. <laughs> what? No. Yeah. God bless. Yeah. And and Zoe Deschanel too. What was she thinking? She's such a good actress. She didn't need to be. Neither one of them needed to be in that movie. Yeah, that's (laughs) still people. What people are gonna say? So, did you ever see Glass, the newest one? Mm -hmm. Did you like it? I did. Mm -hmm. It was just right. It was just okay. Yeah. 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 It 
Oh my god. Perfect game. Yeah, it was just fine. Yeah. Okay. Did you like Splice better than Glass? Split? Or Split, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, considering I actually own it and I haven't bought Glass yet, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, I told I told Ruth that she needs to watch Split. I said, you don't really, I don't want to say you need to watch Split before you see Glass. I think you would enjoy Glass more having seen Split. Because yeah. I think you'll really like what McAvoy did playing all those different characters and how they did it. Because that movie was actually, I was actually pleasantly surprised because I waited till Redbox and I Redbox Split. I didn't go see it in the theater. I did go see Glass in the theater though because I had seen Split. <laughs> and Unbreakable is one of my favorite. M Night movies. Yeah. Yeah. Six Sense, Unbreakable, or his two best, and then Lady in the Water's fine. It's it's entertaining. I actually like it. Some people most people don't, but I I think I saw that but I don't remember, so I I like the fable aspect from it and I love Paul Paul Giamatti, so I'm all for it. Um But yeah. Uh God we got sidetracked. That's okay. (laughs) That's okay. But it's it's purposeful. Did you see a movie? So one thing this movie kind of reminded me, or villains getting back on track. One thing villains reminded me of that having not seen the movie, but what the trailer reminded me of, did you see the movie? Don't breathe. Yeah. That movie. I saw that with, uh, one of our, with, uh, one of our coworkers and she likes to go see scary movies. And, I was, and she wanted to go see that. I'm like, all right, well, Felicia, if you want to go see this, we'll go see this. All right. You know, let's, let's get on it. So, and, uh, so we went one time and I was like, I didn't know Jack about this movie. I'm like, sure. You know, it's whatever. It's a movie. I'll go and I'll see almost anything. Right. So, uh, usually, and it's one of the few movies her and I have gotten to see when we haven't taken our kids to, you know, with us. Right. Cause we, you know, we would try and do, uh, well, her daughter would want to go. The one with the blind guy, right? The blind old guy. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The blind. Sure yeah, the blind guy, and then the people breaking into his house okay. for whatever reason. Yeah. Okay. The, oh, because the, he has a safe or something like that, and they were, and it's like, in like rundown Detroit. Well, not that you can narrow that part down, but yeah. um, <laughs> God bless Detroit, I guess. Robocop can only do so much. Um. But yeah, it, it reminded me a lot of Don't Breathe in the sense, or at least the tone did. Yeah. <clears throat> where it's where it's dark, you don't really know what's going on. You kind of have an idea. It's a low budget. Yeah. Very low budget. And there's probably at least two, maybe three very disturbing, if not gr- one, at least one scene that might make you gross out. That's what it kind of reminded me of. As far as like tone and yeah. I was like, ooh, this reminds me of, like I said, I don't, just judging it by the trailer now and just going, wow, probably yeah, this might wind up being like dope breathe. I might need to just go ahead and hold off and wait till Redbox for this one for me yeah. because I'm pretty sure I'm, there's gonna be like one part where I'm like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> no, okay. Come on, like gruesome type stuff. Yeah. Gruesome or just gross out? Okay. Because you know what the gross out scene I'm talking about in, in Don't Breathe, right? With the syringe? Okay. You would remember it. It's where she takes the syringe of his... 
bodily fluids? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing like that. Okay. <laughs> Nothing like that. <laughs> I don't get grossed out at movies unless it has to do with eyes, because I don't do eyes. Yeah. And that goes for most things. Like, I can, you can show me bullet holes, which I've seen plenty of in people. That's fine. Stabbings, shoot, I saw a spoon out of a guy's stomach one time. Yeah. I mean, well, it was an inmate, and he came back to the hospital, and he just, yeah. Like, I don't know. But, <laughs> I don't know. The head of the spoon was sticking out of his stomach. Like, I was like, Forky, you're not belonging there, okay? <laughs> Trash? No, that's not. That's his stomach. <laughs> Trash? No. No Forky. Bad Forky. Anyways. Yeah, nothing like that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I can handle any of that. I don't do eyes. Anything that has to do with someone's eye, I will look away. Yeah. And just, I'll be like, all right, you got about 15, 20 seconds, and then I'm I'm looking back, and then you need to be done, and just move on. We get it. Yeah. Right. And then... That one scene in in uh, Don't Breathe, I don't. There was too much. I'm like, I was like, oh, I looked away. I was like, yep, I don't need to see this at all. Oh uh, yeah, just turn, just double turn it, just think about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> see, like I said, you will not forget it. No. And have you asked me how how many times I've seen that movie since I saw it in the theater? Oh, none too. Oh no, <laughs> nope. I don't need to. I'm good. Thankfully, the next one we went and saw was Medea's Boo Halloween, or Boo and Medea Halloween. That one? yeah, the first one. I haven't seen the second one. It's on because I told Felicia I want to watch with her, which I still need to get around to. It. it was bad, but it's I still laughed, dude. I laughed and I was like, "This is just fun. It's stupid fun, but it's just fun." Yeah, I saw the second one. My daughter actually wanted to see it. Oh yeah. And, uh, I was sitting there like, "Oh my gosh, I want to leave." <laughs> I mean, I laughed at some parts. I'm yeah, like, but you're still like, I can't believe I paid money for this. Like no, there was some stuff I like. Man, No. <laughs> That's most times with Tower Fairy. I mean, it's uh, serious stuff. I'm cool with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like his, yeah. his comedies are a bit much. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll get around to watching that one. Because I still need to watch the second one. Because I've seen the first one. And they've made it like, oh, I'll watch the second one. Um, but yeah, it's... So, yeah, we haven't been... To, I just thought about it. Her and I haven't been to a movie in a while. Yeah. All right. I guess that's your two, huh? Yeah. All right. I guess it's my turn. Give me a second. <laughs> we both took a drink break. There we go. All right. We're classy like that. All right. Well, my movie selection was, I had three, no, four movies I was going to try and attempt to go see. One in which I was going to try and take my mom and take my wife to go see. We did not go. We shopped instead. And we went to breakfast. But anyways, um, we did not go to the movies. Because I'm trying to go see Britney Runs a Marathon. It's it, I don't even know if it's still playing. It was only playing in one theater out of like the six that are in the area. Six or seven that are in the area. A little bit of a drive plus construction. So right. I haven't made it to it if it's even still playing. If not, I'll have to wait till it's on, uh, till it's on on-demand or to watch. And then I wanted to see The Goldfinch because Nicole's, Nicole Kimmons in it. I haven't seen that. It's also start, you know, the for dad times are either early in the day or late at night for me. Right. And late at night, you really have to be short <laughs> for me to go see it. Two it hours or under. Hmm? Where was it playing at? Uh, Brittany Runs a Marathon's playing at Green Hills for oh. natural listeners. Um, 
So yeah, it's a little bit of a drive. Um, and then uh, the Goldfinch is playing, uh, or the Goldfinch was starting at like 2, 10.30 or something like that, 10, 20, 10, 30. And that's like a two and a half hour movie, so that's a no. And so... Uh, well, right now, Brittany Runs Marathon is still playing. Okay, good. So I'm going to try and, I'll try and, uh, I don't know when, but I'm going to try and go see it. So still on my list because it looks really funny and looks really cute. So I'd really like to go see it. Um, but, uh, so what I have seen, or, so I didn't go see Goldfinch either because it's too late and it means I want to get out at one in the morning, you know, 1231 in the morning. Right. And if I live five minutes away from the theater, it's still the fact that I'm going to have to try and stay awake, yeah. which has proven interesting going to see it chapter two and going to see once upon a time in Mex in uh, Hollywood. So, and then the other one I wanted to see was the, the other new Brad Pitt movie at Astra. Again, it had a, like a 10, 20 start time and it's two hours, which is better, <laughs> but I've just been really exhausted this week for whatever reason. I don't know what I've just been really tired. So I haven't really been able to, kind of convince myself to stay awake long enough to go to a 10 o'clock show. Yeah. So I did not see either one. However, Thursday night, I did go see Rambo Last Blood. It had a 9.40 start time, or 9.20, a 9.20 start time. And this movie has a runtime of 90 minutes. Exactly. For an, And it's an action movie. In 2019... And it has a runtime of 90 minutes. I couldn't believe it, to be honest. I go, well, that can't be wrong. That's going to be like an hour and something. I don't know. <laughs> an hour and 90 minutes, which I guess would make it two and a half hours. Eh, that would be about right. <laughs> that's, what most act that's been what most action movies are kind of running, two hours plus. Yeah. So, uh, anyways. And I, I saw The Last Rainbow, which came out in 2008. I was at home by myself. I don't know where my, where, it's when Beth and I were still married. My ex-wife and I were still married. And we were still living in Columbia, Missouri at the time. I remember I rented it at the video store in 2008 on 4th of July. Video store? What is that? I know, right? (laughs) Not just any video store, a grocery store video store. I guess it would be the equivalent to a Kroger. It's a Dillon's or one of the offshoots. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're all owned by Albertsons, but anyways, I rented it from a, from a grocery store video store at that, and, uh, and I got me a $5 Little Caesars pizza, I sat outside and watched it on my laptop. Yeah, I was like, alright, because it was nice out, and I'm like, alright, I'll watch this, you know, nothing's, what's this patriotic than watching John Rambo blow up? people right so the 2008 one which i i did write down all the run times the 2008 uh rambo which is now 11 years old um is only 92 minutes long it was so and of course these aren't you know masterpieces or anything they're they are what they are they're fun well fun they're action you know they're action movies you know what you're getting this one's the 2008 one was a little too over the top. Like he would shoot an arrow and blow in some guy's arm would just have like half of 
like his forearm would be gone. Um, and you're just like, and then like, yeah, yeah. And like, but I think it had like an explosive attached. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know. Rambo was borrowing green arrows, arrows, I guess. I don't know. Trick <laughs> arrows and whatnot. But like just ridiculousness where like, you know, blood's just shooting up from winds. You're just like, this is a little, I want to say this is a little ridiculous, but yeah. it's a little ridiculous. It's like, oh, we're making that kind of movie now. Okay. All right. So knowing that that was the last one I had seen, and honestly, I'm not even sure if I had actually seen the original series. And if so, it had been forever in a day. Right. Because uh, I know I watched it a couple years back. I watched the first two. I haven't. I don't think I've ever seen the third one, Rambo Three. I know I've seen First Blood Part One, Part Two, and then the uh, the and then Rambo Two Thousand Eight. But I don't think I've seen Rambo Three. I don't remember ever seeing Rambo Three. At least. I do remember owning, when I was a kid, I had the, having never seen Rambo, but I owned the Rambo knife that had the compass on the end, and it had the necklace, the little uh, green jade, uh, looked like Buddha, I think, necklace. I had that. I remember I had that. I don't remember why, but I remember I had it, and uh, having never seen any of the movies, which is weird, because they were all rated R movies, so they make kids toys. Right. You know what I mean? It just... I think there might have been a cartoon. I don't even remember. I vaguely remember. I'm lucky I remember the toy. Right. Because this this would have been after part two, so this would have been 85. So I would have been eight to tell my age. Yeah. So, anyways. uh, So the newest one, Rambo Last Blood. Runtime, 90 whole minutes. I want to say perfect... It's perfect because I was going to the late show. Right. However, not perfect for the movie itself, though. It could have totally used 15 or 20 minutes more. I can't believe I'm saying the movie could use more time. It could use more time. No, I'm usually bitching because movies are too long and they could take 20 minutes out. Right. For all those movies that needed 20 minutes out, they needed to ship it over to this movie that needed an extra 20 minutes. So I'll get to the reason why in just a second. So the, so Rainbow Last Blood was directed by Adrian Grunberg. He had the little double O, O, I forgot what they call them. Uh, Omelets? Not omelets. Those are, that's eggs. (laughs) You know what I mean? The two little circles above the U. Anyways, um, that's going to bother me what those are called. <laughs> Anyways, the only the other thing he's he is known for is a movie called Get the Gringo with uh, Mel Gibson from a few years back, to which I've never seen. I've heard of, but never watched. So Sylvester Stallone, to give you some idea, this is supposed to be his last Rambo movie, although, like any actor, this is my last... Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Whenever you're dead, that's your last. So... Anyways, uh, it's Stallone, who is 73 years old. He's three years older than my mom and my dad, both. Um, is uh, said, Stated this would be the last one. I don't know unless it does really well, of course, because that's every actor unless it does really well. Right. Um, it also, the only other name actor in the movie is um, P- 
Paz, Paz, Vega. Um, she was in Spanglish, which I actually really liked with Adam Sandler. It's actually a really cute movie. It It's better than what I think it gets credit for. Let's right. put it that way. Um, it's an enjoyable watch. Um, the Spirit, if anybody remembers that sort of superhero movie that uh, Frank Miller, I think, directed. Might have directed that one. It's okay. It's black and white. It's kind of like Sin City, but not. But the guy's got the fedora and the mask. It's based on a comic. Anyways. um, And then uh, this Netflix series called The OA. I've watched the first season. I haven't watched the second season. She's in it as well. um, As one of the characters. So, Rambo Last Blood (laughs) takes Rambo's old, obviously. Um... Considering the first Rambo Part 1 took, came out in 1982. And the fact that he was supposed to be, I think, a war veteran then. So, um, I don't know if he was, can't remember if he was a Vietnam vet or not. But that wouldn't make sense if he was. Because if he's 73, that'd be a perfect age. Because that's how old my dad was. My dad was seven. Or my dad's 70, and he's also a, a war vet, or a Vietnam vet as well. Um, so, Rambo's on a ranch in Arizona. Lives, there's so little character development in this movie. So little. I don't know who the lady was supposed to be that's living with Rambo. I don't know if that's a sister, if that's a... Sister and like a mother-in-law, sister-in-law. I, I honestly don't. I know it's not. I know he's not married to her. Let's put it that way. Okay. Um, and then, and then John Rambo's niece, who graduates, who's graduating uh, high school, and that's all you really know. They're on. They live on this ranch in Arizona to themselves. He's kind of raises horses and everything, you know, bales hay, all that fun stuff. All that fun ranch outdoorsy stuff that cowboy. Pretty much like that other stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, cowboy. He's yeah. a cowboy now. So he, uh, so he's doing this, and he's to him the most important thing in his life is his niece, who he treats as a daughter. So, without any sort of backstory about it, his niece brings up the fact that one of her friends that. Has not had not been introduced. This movie's been on 10, 15 minutes. Has not been introduced. Just some friend you're supposed to already know. Right. That used to live in Arizona, but now lives in Mexico for reasons not told. Um, was able to find her niece's dad. So, and so she wants to go meet him and find out why he left her. All right, John, you know, so, of course, Rambo's like, you don't need to know he was a bad guy, you know, I'm not going to try a Rambo impression or a stolen impression. It's not going to be, it'll be terrible either way. I thought about it now, I'm leaving it off. Yeah, I I haven't had that much wine, I've only had one glass of it. I'm sure after two, I might start sounding like him, I don't know. Put some cotton balls in my mouth, I don't know. Um... But I'm not going to try. 
so he's like this dude you're dead you're dead you don't need to worry about him you don't need to know him he's a bad he's a bad person there's a reason why you don't have a relationship with him he is a bad guy yeah so of course she listens to him for an evening you already know she's going to go try and go anyways because she's a teenager and won't listen to parental figures Am I right, parents? I'm just saying. Um, I mean, I can't say that. We were the same way, yeah. I'm sure, when we were younger. But it's because we know that. So, of course, but I can understand wanting to know who you're... I can understand wanting to build a relationship. But if your sole purpose is just to ask, why did you leave us? Phone call and email. Oh, I guess probably yeah, maybe email. I'm just something. Why did you leave? This reason. Okay. Cool. Did I do? Yeah. So she tries to say she's going to go to her friend's house. Starts to go to her friend's house, and then she's like, "Not, nah, you know, f this noise." Turns around. I don't know how far Mexico is from where they live in Arizona, but she made it there that night. I guess as a teenager, driving across the border, no problems whatsoever. Just, just magic. Exactly. Logic does not take place in a Rambo movie. At least, definitely not this one. Because um, I'm like, I need more just to go. <laughs> it's like, uh, anyways. Um, so she makes it through. She meets up. She finds her friend. Apparently knows where her friend lives. Off of a tiny slip of paper. Like, if you were to tear off a piece of my notepad right now, that's what she is holding with an address. With where her friend lives. Really? Yes. So this gets better because this, this is how sad this movie is. Is that this is the focal point that I keep remembering from this movie. <laughs> is that, okay, she meets her friend. She takes her to her, where her dad's living. Remember the piece of paper part, okay? Um, she takes her to, uh, to her dad's living. She's like, all right. So she goes. She goes up. Locks the door. Somebody answers the door, and then he shows up. They talk, whatever. And they, uh, they, you know, they talk. She, oddly enough, is disappointed by the conversation they have. And then her friend's on the phone when they, when she comes out. She gets off the phone in a kind of weird, kind of sneaky way. She's like, <laughs> her God, this is so bad. She, Rainbow's niece, I don't even remember her name. Rainbow's niece is fine. She's as calm as you and I are right now. Right. Her friend's like, yo, you need to calm down. You need to go let loose. We need to go party, okay? You need to go have a drink, okay? Because you need because you, your mind ain't right right now, okay? And she's like, no, I'm, I'm okay. I'm just going to head home. No, no, it's too late. It's too late, girl. And you're not in the right frame of mind. You need to calm down and just go out and party. I'm like, Girl, you're the one that needs to calm down. She's fine. Right. You need to go take you a Xanax or something because you're the one that's a little hyped up. Yeah. So, yeah, so they go. They go to a party. They meet some guy. He meet, Some guy hits on her and uh, cuts to she. Oh, some something gets dropped in the drink. She goes out. Like, you know, she gets kidnapped. Which is also not, I mean, really none of this is much of a spoiler. It's just yeah. set up. She gets kidnapped. 
and and uh, put into like a sex slave type thing, you know. So and again, she's in high school. I guess graduating high school, but so. But there's a lot of girls her age, and it's one of those if you try and run off, they'll kill you. Right. So you're pretty much this is your life now. So day passes by, you know. So day passes by, you know, Rambo's out with the horse and all that, you know, trying to break it, I guess is what they call that. I don't know much about horses, but he's, you know, he's got it running around in circles and all that. So he's trying to break the horse and do all that stuff. And then the lady again, I have no idea how they're related. She could be the maid. I have, I honestly do not know who this lady is. She's just there. She's just there. I think under her IMDb credit, it's listed as some lady. I really don't. I honestly don't know. I don't know who the actress is. I, they had, there's no setup. I mean, there's nothing, which is why, which makes it hard for you to give two shits about any of these characters. Right. Which you should at least give at least that much for the people that are related to him. Right. It, which it brings me to why this movie needed about another 15 or 20 minutes. Filling those gaps. Filling those <laughs> gaps. And it was just small little things. Just something. I don't even care if it's like one scene where they sit at a dinner table and reminisce. That would be enough for me. Exposition. Yeah, just yeah, just a shotgun full of exposition. Of exposition. Exposition. None of that. So, which makes it which frustrated me because I'm like I understand what kind of movie this is. I know what I'm getting myself into. But. <laughs> Even bad movies have exposition. Sometimes they have too much. True. This one did not have enough. And that's what I had the hardest time. Now, you know, he's out there breaking the horse and the, some lady. Uh, they're at the ranch. Yeah. Mama made sister-in-law. I don't know. Whatever you want to call it. Um, she, she comes out running talking about how she, she somehow found out. Yeah, she lied. You know, shocked face. The girl, the knee slide, you know. Yes. And somehow was able to get a hold of, I don't know, said girl. And so, of course, Rambo's like, all right, I want to go get her, bring her back, you know, whatever. That's how more Queen Eastwood and Rambo. That's his motivation. Yeah, that's his motivation. So he gets in, he has a knife, he has... A gun that's in his glove box of his raggedy ass truck, and then he drives off to Mexico. I'm like, those things would probably get confiscated, but you go right ahead, bro. Also, you're gonna probably need more than that. I'm just saying, it is, you know, Mexico. yeah. Um, so he just leaves. So where's he show up with? A small strip of paper <laughs> with an address on it. It's not even the same one. I, dude, I was just, I was like. Do people just not have full pieces of paper lying around? Why is everything just on a tiny ass little strip of paper? Yeah. Oh my god. I was trying not to laugh, but I was just like, this is just, you know, it's it's a thing that's not funny, but it's freaking hilarious. Yeah. Also, it's present day. People have phones. True. I'm sure he probably used GPS. Yeah. I'm just saying, he's not dumb to technology. Yeah, yeah. Shouldn't be. Rambo's not playing Rocky, okay? Right. Where Rocky's like, what cloud? You know. 
That's my rhyme. There you go. That's a stolen impression <laughs> from Creed. That's the first Creed, by the way, um, which is probably one of his better performances. This one, not his. This one's your typical Stallone one. The Creed ones are actually really. He actually. Yeah, are, he, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's actually really good in that one. It's one of my favorite Stallone ones. So they. So yeah. So he finds out and. He's, Rambo gets back into his old tricks and everything. And, yeah. Things happen. He meets, he gets his ass kicked. Um, pretty handedly, which I don't, I had issues with, but whatever. As far as, like, what his frame of mind, the character's frame of mind was, what he his plan was that he thought was going to happen. Right. As a seasoned as a seasoned warrior slash soldier, you know, soldier that's been in war would be better prepared than that. Right. When he was faced again, you know, when he knew there would be like a large group of bad guys. It did. It just it didn't work out. Character for his character? No, it didn't. For anybody else, like you or not? Yeah, yeah. We're just, yeah. Not. We're not. I would say we're not smart. We wouldn't think in the way a soldier would. Sure. You know, that's been trained. To think things out, whereas his character should, even at his age, should still have that kind of mentality. Right. Because you don't lose it. No, it's just always. It's there. just there. So that part kind of irritated me. He gets rescued by this freelance reporter from Mexico. So she's a vlogger, I guess. I don't know, but she's her sister, you know. So they give some exposition for her at least a little bit. So they give her motives. Hmm. Very little, but you know something to kind of you could find some sort of connection. That's Paz uh, Vega's character, okay. which is in it for three scenes, three fairly brief scenes. Okay. Yeah, more or less, <laughs> more or less, honestly. And yeah, because the some lady on the ranch is in it probably about as much as well. They end up uh, so yeah, you know things happen. You know, there's a lot of great fight scenes. I mean, the the fight scenes there are are good. The acting's about what you're gonna. Exp- I mean, what you're gonna. You know what you're gonna get. I'm yes. just. It's not gonna be your. It's not an Oscar contender by any stretch. Right. But it's a decent action movie. Because the action, the acting's just. It's it's there. The story and the plot are just hella weak. Even for an action movie, it's hella weak. And it was like, oh. But I, th- but there's a the end fight scene, the standoff, whatever you want to call it, is really fun. It's it's really good. It's that part alone, and there's another fight scene. It was fine, but that one there, yeah, that was pretty good. That's worth seeing. I really enjoyed that. It was a lot of fun the setup and because you know it doesn't it does everything but like the Eye of the Tiger montage. It's like short of that. I know, I'm trying to reference all the Stallone movies. <laughs> I'll find a way to work in Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Watch yeah. me. As well as Oscar, which I'm one of five people that like that movie. Like, I haven't even seen that. You're fine not seeing it, but it's Stallone's attempt at comedy. Um, plays a gangster. Anyways, it's Tim Curry's in it. Chris Tomei's in it. Kirk Douglas makes a cameo, an actual cameo. <laughs> Um, who else is in that? Peter Rygert's in it. 
trying to. Anyways, it's it's yeah, it's not for everybody. I love it. I can't help it. It's a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Anyways, it's one I rented at a video store. It now owns. Um, anyways, <laughs> it's so the action scenes you know are good. It's it's not you know. So I, I like yours. I couldn't find a budget on it. Um, made seven point one million though, opening weekend, which is not great. But you know, and it probably—I bet it probably cost forty-five million. Because there's real, yeah. Because there's the ranch, there's the there's like two other scenes. I mean, two other locations. They were actually Mexico. If they were, yeah. Yeah, If they were, it probably wouldn't cost much though, because it'd be Mexico. So, um, but it's you know it's there's some great explosions. So two things that so the two things that I wished they would have done with this movie that I think would actually make it quite a bit better because the preview looks great. Like yeah. the preview they gave was great because it made it look like it was going to be like a kind of like how every Marvel movie has a theme. Yeah. Like one's a sci-fi movie. One's a Western. One's a, you know, a noir. One's a just straight up action. Right. Everything has its own little, one's a kid's movie. You know, one, it, it has its own thing that it fits in and works great for them. This one I thought was a western. Like I thought they were doing the same thing with the with Rambo. Yeah. I was like, it's the tired old weary, you know. Kind of like with Logan. Yeah, kind of like. And I thought it was going to be like a western style, you know, that kind of more of a updated version, I guess, of one. Right. Just the weary old cowboy, because again, he's on a ranch and he's they pretty much trying to weigh that out. Put that life behind. Yeah, and put it, and then it comes back. Yeah. You know, pull me right back in. Pacino, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, and I thought, wow, they could have, so aside from needing more exposition and adding 15, 20 minutes, another fight scene would have, wouldn't have been bad. Right. It, it would have only helped it, I think, for one. Two, if this movie would have been shot in black and white instead of in color. I think the noir, not really noir, but just make, give that kind of, that more kind of grainy kind of, even just like not like HD and like a little more grainy, kind of make it more rough looking. Yeah. I think would have helped with the, it would have helped more with tone. It would have helped with the feel of the movie too. I think would have added more to it. It probably would have made the hard R, the hard R that Stallone, you know, was all excited about getting. Right. Because with black and white, you know, it's Hollywood. So, or the MPA is so weird when it comes to how they do their ratings and everything. Because technically, if it's in black and white and you show blood, it's not really like the same as if it's in color and you show blood. True. It's so stupid. I, I hate the MP. <laughs> so it needs to be updated so badly. But uh, those are the two things. That, so I'm, I would love, I would absolutely love if Rambo, when it comes out on digital or on demand, would come out with a black and white version like Logan did, mm-hmm. and like uh, Mad Max Fury Road, I guess, came out with a chrome version. Same thing. It's black and white. Um, both are, I have, and both are amazing. Um, so part of the reason why, uh, the movie is 90 minutes, they did reshoots and additional photography took, that took place in May and June of this year. Hmm. So that's three, four months ago. Um, after the initial filming was done and the first cut of the movie was put together, it was test screened in the spring of this year. Uh, following additional, you know, 
photography and reshoots, uh, different cuts were edited and test screened throughout the next uh, few months after. And the movie was still being edited just weeks before theatrical release and before final cuts were done. However, at the last movie, the movie was cut down even further to be shorter and faster paced, which is why the final theatrical uh, cut is barely 90 minutes long and why all the trailers for the film show some deleted scenes and dialogue. So that's a director's that's a director's choice right there, or it's a product or it's a producer's. Yeah, that's not. That's studio. New. No, I mean, it's, well, it's studio. Yeah. It is it's producers, but it's that's that's not a. It didn't need to be faster paced. It needed extra. It needed one or two extra extra action scenes, and it needed a little bit of exposition. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it. I don't understand what was going on. Now, would I recommend it? If you've seen the other Rambo movies, or if you're still still own fan, more than likely you'll probably go see it anyways. And also, it's September. There's not a whole lot out. If you're really just looking for something to shut your brain off for for literally 90 minutes, this is a perfect short movie. I was home early, so that kind of helped me enjoy it more. Some people are like, well, you know, I got... Reclining seats, or I got to, you know, if you go to the dining ones, you know, I got to eat dinner and watch it. So sometimes that influences how much more they like a movie. Right. Um, for me, it was I got out in ninety minutes, so you know, I was like, oh yeah, I'm like all right. But it was, yeah, it was entertaining. But there are definitely there are, the flaws are there for sure. Right. But it's yeah, it's entertaining, especially for a September movie. It's this would have come out last month even. I would have been like, bro, you probably should have waited till like one of the dumping, you know, dumping ground months, right? Which is why this came out in September. And I think if they would have focused on more of a Western theme, as far as like what you know the tone and how they were wanting to make this movie, Mm -hmm. I think this could have been amazing had it been done. That the dialogue obviously needs work, but you don't go to watch an action movie for dialogue. I'm just saying. Um, but it was a little sloppy. Um, but yeah, I guess that's, uh, anyways, that's Rambo, um, Last Blood. I won't cover a second one because we're running on time. The rest of them are going to be Netflix ones anyways. We can do it next. It seemed kind of like, uh, they took some elements from the first Taken. Um, yeah. Yes. Rambo gets, Rambo gets a Taken. (laughs) Yeah. Usually the actors get it taken, but yeah. apparently Rambo's getting it taken. Yeah. All right. But yeah, um, as far as trailers, uh, that'll be posted up um, Midway, which we watched beforehand. As I like to call it, Midway look like it's a, looks like it's a sequel to Pearl Harbor, if you remember that Michael Bay disaster. Um, so, But it comes out on Veterans Day weekend, so, you know, if you're feeling all patriotic that way, go watch something else, the final mm-hmm. countdown or something. Um, it's directed by Roland Emmerich, who's the same one that directed Independence Day. Um, and all the a bunch in 2012 and day after tomorrow. Basically if you, if it's a disaster movie made, made in the late nineties, early aughts, he directed it. Um, so I told Patrick that after watching the trailer that I would, the one thing that could get me interested in going to see that is if aliens dropped out of the sky and the 
U.S. and Japanese forces had to band together to kill the aliens. And then they ended up finding peace between camaraderie after defeating the aliens. That's how you can get me to go see that movie. Otherwise, no, I'm good. <laughs> um, so, and then second one's The Last Christmas, which is a rom-com with Amelia Clark um, from Game of Thrones and Terminator Genesis. It it looks cute. It's a rom-com. I mean, it's a rom-com, and it's a Christmas rom-com. I don't really do Christmas-themed movies unless it's like Scrooge. Well, Die Hard, obviously. Right. But, um, but like Scrooge, I guess, or Elf, maybe. Um, stuff like that, but anything else, I mean, it. right when you, like, if you watch the trailer, you're like, oh, it's a Lifetime movie. No, no, it's actually really, it looks really cute. Looks like it'll be a lot of fun. I'll probably, you know, I'm probably going to go see it. And then Dark Waters um, comes out November 22nd. So it's it's going to be your first trailer. It's the trailer. It's going to be your first movie where you're going to go like, oh, so this is an Oscar movie. Gotcha. Um, it looks really good. It looks very intense. Mark Ruffalo's stars as a defense lawyer who used to work for a for a DuPont chemical based on a true story and goes to a small town to try and defend the town against uh, DuPont, uh, chem- you know, DuPont basically poisoning the, the water with their poisonous chemicals. So it looks really interesting. Um, so yeah, look for that one. And for coming up for, if you live in the Nashville area and this will be something I'll talk about, um, definitely talk about the next podcast because we'll be right at the very beginning dates of it. Uh, Nashville Film Festival starts October 3rd and goes through October 12th. I'll be trying to go see at least one or two movies. I'm definitely planning on volunteering at least one or two days to work. And uh, so, yeah, so we'll have some, or at least I'll have some interesting things to try and talk about on the next episode when it comes to that. Um, so that's what I've got going on. Patrick, what do you got? Anything? Um, I might actually go check out Rambo. Good. I'm going to have to work. I might check it out. All right, go check it out. Write down, write down your thoughts so you can talk about it and give us, and see if I'm just like way off based or, you know, you know, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen a Rambo movie, so. And it's September. There's not a whole lot coming out. Um, you know, I've real I realized this episode and the last episode we didn't talk about any movies that had to, you know that we've taken our kids to, mainly because there aren't any, there isn't anything out. No. Because I thought about that, I'm like, you know what? There's nothing that I've seen. Um, if you watch the our Facebook live video, uh, it's, we had a special guest. I had my son on to help, um, to help do instructionals on how to download a podcast because I have. Some uh, people that are friends of the Facebook fan page but don't know how to download the episodes to listen. So he helped out with a little tutorial. And then I had him give a couple of his suggestions on movies that he liked uh, that he's seen this summer. But, uh, yeah. So is there uh, anything? Oh, I know what I was going to say. So coming out is Abominable, which is the the animated movie with the Yetis. Or with a Yeti, and the char- the main character has to try and get the uh, return the Yeti back home. So I'll be 
taking my daughter at least to go see that. I think my son has been bartered with ads on YouTube from watching his gaming videos to where he probably, I think, now has some interest in wanting to go. I will sadly be going to see that, I guess. Um, yeah, that might be a skip. Unless my daughter surprises me and says, hey, let's go see that. Yep. She wants to see It Chapter 2. Oh, does she? So, thinking I might. All right. I think I might pick her. Okay. She's seen the first one, so I'm like, okay. All right, well, you've seen the first one. You know what you're getting yourself into, yeah. man. Um, <laughs> just tell her to be rusted up. <laughs> right. And surprisingly, Toy Story 4 is still playing, so I might actually check it out this week. Okay. Because I hadn't seen it yet. All right, there you go. Uh, Judy, the Judy Garland biopic, where Renee Zellweger's aiming for an Oscar comes out, uh, Friday. I don't know if it's going to be a wide release or if it's just going to be limited. I'll probably go see it eventually. That'll probably be another one my mom and I'll probably talk about. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it looks interesting. I'm kind of entertained. So we'll, we'll see. And then, um. Yeah, then Abominable, and then that's really about it. Oh, Doom Annihilation, if you're a video game person, comes out October 1st, starring nobody you know. Um, so probably the budget's super low. You said video game? Yeah, yeah. Doom. Doom. I saw the original because they had The Rock in it. Okay. But yeah, it's apparently a sequel from... The Rock movie? Yeah. And then I guess the next big one, man, is... Uh, is Joker October fourth? I'm starting to get hyped about it. Yeah, like the last trailer got me hyped, and yeah. it's got some awards. And right now the rating is pretty high; it's like in the nineties. Yeah. Oh, and then your movie that you're. I wanted to yeah real quick before we go. I need to I need to give you my theory. So I've seen the trailer for Gemini Man with Will Smith yeah. more times than I've ever wanted to watch anything with Will Smith. Right. I have a theory. Now, hear me out, okay? This is going to sound off-the-walls bonkers, mm-hmm. but hear me out. So, do you remember the do you remember the, the god-awful monstrosity that was Battlefield Earth with John Travolta and Barry Pepper, based on L. Ron Hubbard's book? I remember knowing of it. <laughs> yes, because if you're like me, you were smart, and you realized, and saw the preview, and you're like, wow, this looks terrible. I've seen people do reviews of it, but I've never actually watched it. There you go. I've seen a preview of it. <laughs> and it looked trash. And apparently everything's... Yeah. And Travolta did it because it was L. Ron Hubbard, and he's a Scientologist, so of course he had to make it. So hear me out. So that's so Travolta. that was Travolta's Scientology movie, as I like to call it, because there's all kinds... Apparently, that in that, somehow they made in that movie a bunch of Scientology... Not references, but themes. There we go. There's Scientology themes in it, obviously, because it's written by the guy that invented. I'm going to not say founded. We'll say invented. I think Gemini Man is Will Smith's Scientology movie. Because I'm just like, because it's about a younger person and then, you know, basically it's a clone movie, but it's, it's going to be about ascending. I could tell. I'm just like, I'm picturing it. It's somehow Ang Lee got roped into it. Or Ang Lee finds a spiritual thing, but doesn't see it as a Scientology thing. But he sees it more of a spiritual type of uh, metaphor in there. Yeah. 
But he's since the you're director, right? Huh? He's the director. Yeah, he's the director. That's what got me a little concerned. <laughs> Why? Because he made Hulk. And well, he did make uh, Wife of Pi, which is which won awards, and he got a lot of acclimated, you know. And I was okay with it, but not when I was really thrilled with. It. I'm like, okay, guess I could see why people like it. But since that's on your list of movies, not on mine. That's on your list of movies. I can't wait for you to tell me <laughs> I, if I if I went and villaged it. <laughs> We're gonna make that a verb now. If I villaged it and got it right, or if I'm just way off base and I just, I'm just trying to find a better, or if I'm just trying to find a better story. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, I, I just happened to see that. I'm like, I got to find out. Or I got to, it's like, I need to remember, I should have written it down. It's like, I need to remember to tell him this and tell him my theory on this because that's the entire time I was thinking during that movie. And then uh, October fifteenth, the uh, one that I'm, that I and I probably be the one that we'll probably have Ruth on. We'll finally have my wife on as a guest to talk about Jay and Silent Bob reboot. So that's kind of how we met. Well, that's not how we met, but that's one of the things we realized that we connected was was our um, was our our, uh, our 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 love for Kevin Smith and his movies. So, and that's kind of, anyways, so I'll probably, we'll probably, uh, I'll probably force her to stay awake to record with us. So, and then the lighthouse, which looks amazing with black shot in black and white and everything. Willem Dafoe, uh, and Batman, uh, Robert Pattinson. That's right. I'm going to go ahead and say it. He's been cast. No escaping it. So I thought he backed out, but I guess not. Nah, I didn't heard anything yet. Last I heard, he's got it, so I think he'll be all right. Anyways, um, we're starting to run long. At first, I didn't think we'd have enough. Now we got too much. Yeah. I, who knew? I could ramble on about Rambo like that. <laughs> okay, everybody knew I could ramble on about any movie like that. So we'll end it like that. Um, so next time we meet, we'll be we'll be during um, Nashville Film Fest. So. If you're interested, uh, look it up on their website. Look at see what they got coming out, uh, when the times are, and see if you can make it to any of them. Definitely support. I would highly recommend that. And if you can volunteer, you know, they would love that too. And I'll be out there a couple of days. So, all right, for me, Jeff Hall and Patrick Terry, we wish you good watching the movies. I don't know. Oh. Dude, I still gotta try. I've been trying to. I've been trying to make this a thing. Rocking the dad pod. That has to be our catchphrase. I don't know how we're gonna work it in. Most people have dad bods. You know, we have a dad pod. Dad so, pod. so. <laughs> anyways, keep rocking the dad pod. We'll see you in the next episode. Yeah.